Welcome to Big Natural Talents. Welcome to Big Natural Talents. It is a huge day for the girlies everywhere. It's the girlies with the Husey. How are you, Mr. Dave Hughes? Comedian, dad, everything. Look, I'm good and I'm, you know, I'm uh, flattered and honoured to be here. <laughs> so I'm very yeah. happy to, to turn up. Husey, you are now inducted as one of the girlies. That's what all the listeners are. And we were thinking that your name would yeah. be spell Husey, like girlies is G-I-R-L-I-E. Yeah, yeah. You'd be... H U G H um, S. I'm blacking I, out. Yeah, it's Husey with an I. E. With an I. Yeah, and I. Some, it is, some people do spell it with an I. E. I'm sure. <laughs> I had it. I actually had it misspelled on a, a DVD I put out once. Like, <gasps> you know, and I'm, so I'm looking at it going, uh, guys, we've misspelled my last name. <laughs> this is not appropriate. So we had to recall a lot of DVDs, but anyway, didn't That's matter. So yeah. that, if you found that now, that's yeah. gold. Well, that's a lot of money. It's like. <laughs> It's like that misprinted Harry think, Potter, you know, uh, that people th- collect. Yeah, I think it'd still be in the bargain basket. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're all here for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. You're doing your show Trending. Just like how how is it how has it been? What yeah, yeah fun. I've, I've been having fun. Um, I did have to have a week off with COVID. So we yeah, yeah. rats. <laughs> rats was the problem. So because <laughs> I talk about COVID as everyone does, but yeah. it's been such a massive part of our lives for two years. So yeah. yes, and at the start of my show, I, I say, you know, if you get COVID tomorrow, you, you shut the fuck up. You know, and so, <laughs> you don't, no, we don't want to know. And um, and so that was, and then and who got COVID? I got COVID. So um, and I wasn't gonna. No, I well, obviously you. I mean, I, I had a cold. And I hadn't had, a, hadn't had a cold for two years, so I thought maybe it's just a cold. Yeah. And, and then, but I was about to do a show, and my wife said, "You better do a rat." And I'm like, "Oh God!" And I was hoping that the rat was going to be negative, mm. whether you know whether it was a dodgy rat or not. Some of those rats don't work. So <laughs> That's true. I'm thinking, oh, God, I hope I've got a broken rat here. <laughs> but no, it was positive. It was glowing. In fact, Fork yeah. Hell. Yeah, it was full yeah. on. Can I ask, how did you? Did you still do radio during that time? No, I, luckily, we, well, not luckily, because it's good to work. I mm. like working, so um, you know I can do radio from home. So I could have done yeah. radio with COVID, but um, no, we we're on holidays. Oh, good. so yeah, so but so there was no radio to do. But, but I had to stay home. I was going to say, what did you do? Like, what oh. did Husey do to fill the time? Well, it was annoying because my whole family have already had it. Yeah. And so, and I didn't get it when they got it about a month ago and I thought I was immune. So, but I had to stay home with them because I was a close oh, contact. No. But once you've had it, you don't have to stay home anymore. So, so they could go out. So they could out. go out. And just, I just remember. Well, that, that's yeah. right. I was annoyed, but I'm at home. I remember my son got home one day from it, from, you know, whatever he was swanning around. He goes, Dad, you haven't done much cleaning. I'm like, <laughs> I've got the virus, son. I'm dying, oh mate. Oh, my God. I'm, 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 I'm on my deathbed. I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. scrubbing the walls. You should have played it up a bit, I, I reckon. Know. You, you sound gasping. like the sookie dad. I love that. I love when a dad's a sore. Well, well, it's, it's just, well come on. He doesn't do any, he doesn't do any cleaning ever. So, yeah. you know. If I came over, I'd be like, mm, not much cleaning. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, no. I do say that when I come round. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I go like this, wipe every surface. But it does 
list, Mr. Hughes. The problem is, no, my problem is I did say I would clean when they left. I yeah. said I'll clean and I just didn't. So, it's about yeah. broken promises. I, really, really, that was part of the issue. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I know. know. But the day just went. The day, yeah, the day, so what do you do? Oh, you scroll through your phone, yeah. you know, oh. you look on the streaming services, yeah. you Hello. just waste your life, you know, yeah. as we do anyway. You're so. normally the busiest guy in, in, the, in the biz, I would say. I, I, I do radio show every morning and it's replayed nationally at 6 p.m. Um, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, so. just a plug. It's good to I. That's why we wanted to get you on as well because it's nice <laughs> for us <laughs> to give you a bit of a plug and go <laughs> to check all the out girlies. Trending. Well, it's I'll a great show. Trending. I'm absolutely coming to Brisbane soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I look, I like to keep busy. But when you keep busy, you don't w- worry about stuff. Do you know what I mean? That like, is so true. You've got to keep it going. If you stay idle, you have a breakdown. I just work. <laughs> do whatever. I don't care what you do. Just do something, you know. I mean, I would – I mean, I I will always work whether you know. See if the comedy work runs out, I'll, I'll deliver pamphlets. You know, I'll just <laughs> you got to keep yourself busy. You know? Yeah, otherwise yeah. the demons catch up. The demons up. come in That's and they just the dementors. <laughs> they they, yeah, what have you done? Yeah, they just yeah they yeah. They're following. Well, that's what we were talking off mic. We were like, how do. You, how does Susie do it? How does Susie I do don't every? Know how and, he and, does it? And Lauren was like, you know, Susie's got a show, and I literally had to be like. What his TV show, his radio show, and she was like, "No, his live show that he's doing at the Comedy yeah. Festival." I was like, "Okay, so sue me." But Lauren and I, we do like a podcast today. We like lie down, like on a chaise that's lounge, enough. we're exhausted. I'm uh, look, where's woman. the energy? Is it just from the running? No, I, yeah. I don't know if that's. I don't know if what I do is right. I think less is more. Sometimes I, I think you know people who do heaps do say that. They're they like, do, I don't do know too the much. answers. You yeah. do too much. You know, and you become wallpaper. You know, so. You know, I seen, and I love the live work more than anything, but that, yeah, you know, I didn't yeah. know you had a show on. It's like, I get people in the street all the time. Love you. Well, come and see my show. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah. so true. Yeah. I was like, that's very disrespectful. No, you know? no. He's no. a comedian first and then I a dad. No, but, <laughs> but that is what you're saying there is absolutely reflective, you know. I mean, and you look at, you know, Carl Barron, who does nothing apart from live that's shows. so true. But that's people know when they're on, you know, because he doesn't do anything else. Yeah. Mm. Are you friends with him? Do you know anything about him? Yeah, I, I, look, he came to a sh- I was doing a show a couple of years ago and, you know, I had to get photos afterwards and there's a guy and the little bloke in the lineup with a hat on. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, get a photo, mate. Hang on, it's Carl Barron. Oh. <laughs> 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 just come to the show. And I'm like, you know, he's very, a very um, uh, unassuming character yeah. and uh, very, he's very low key. Low key yeah. is what I was yes, thinking. Yes, but I did, we did, we went out for breakfast the next morning. I said, mate, come on, I need to pick your brain. That's what nice. goes on in there? Yeah. What do you yeah. do all day? Because he's like, he does nothing, well, he fears to do nothing and then does a show every couple of years. But what do you do? He's a mad meditator, actually. Yeah, Ooh. he's fully, he meditates. Every day, oh my god, twice that's, a day. Yeah, that's what you got to do. That's what I like coming into the festival because um, it's so hard mentally, like to do a show every night. I mean, for me, but maybe yeah, for, no, for, like, no, for everyone, absolutely. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to meditate every day, and I did for like the first two days, and I forgot, and then like, <laughs> just how. But that's, but that's the same as me after all these years. It's yeah. like you, you learn these lessons all the time. Yeah, and you just go like, and someone like him, he seems to he probably. I think he might be a Zen master or something. Yeah, totally. I feel like he's a proper like on another plane sort yeah. of dude. But, I mean, that is – we all – I mean, I aspire to that of just stopping the noise. The, the noise. Mm-hmm. And I say that to my kids all the time <laughs> and they tell me to shut up. <laughs> you know, when they, I can't get to sleep, I'm like, just – just watch your thoughts. Just the noise. Your inner monologue is in Hughesy's voice. Can you imagine <laughs> the noise in anyone all <laughs> day or night? It's Hughesy's but, but head. <laughs> but yeah, that. But yeah, that. And that is. Yeah, even it's annoying. Yeah, I'm gonna lie. I'm gonna lie so, but it'd be you, fun to swap. I'd love to have you in my head. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. I could be a different oh, world. I'd rock your world if I was in a monologue because it all day it'd be like, "This is so. You've got so much money. This is nice. This is, you've got a house. Wow. I know. Why just would you complain about any? Why gratitude? Just gratitude. You got to have a gratitude. And then you would be in my room being like, "Wow, I'm a beautiful wog woman. Um, yeah. I've got the world. I've got a beautiful boyfriend. I've got what pasta. have I got to want? No money, Absolutely. but I'm living a fruitful I'm 27, life. You know. <laughs> Rich in life. I'm, you know." Yes, there's decades ahead of me that I won't even remember. <laughs> um, I mean, so we were doing a little bit of research on you, of course. So, because you've been sober since 22 as 92. well. 92. Oh, like, oh, no, I mean, like, tw- age 22. Oh, since I was aged, yes, yes, yeah, since 22. Yeah. Yes. And that was in 1922. Since 2022, I think. I've been sober great. for half an hour now. <laughs> it's been a great few weeks. Wow, so you were 22 in 92. We were yes. both born in 94. So yeah, just since before you were born, I haven't had a drink. Um, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, and no, I was 20. I, I hadn't even turned 22, so I was 21 at the time. So, yeah, and... Uh, yeah, so completely and utterly sober, apart from the odd Sudafed, you know, like Mama's recipe on the Sudafeds, but um, you know, the old-fashioned Sudafeds with the the, yeah. the bikey stuff in it. Yeah, awesome. So, but, yeah, no, I have, absolutely. That whole time, been completely and utterly sober. To me, that's like the willpower of, like, meditating. Like, that takes yeah. a well, lot of... Yes. As a comic as well. Yeah, well, just before I'd even started stand-up, or just before I started stand-up, so... Wow. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, for, I don't reckon, and maybe I'm wrong, and who knows. But I, I don't think I would have started stand up comedy if I had kept drinking, because I don't think I. I was just a messy drunk, and you yeah. know, and uh, the noise was big time in my head when I used to drink. You yeah. know, and then when you so then you like you've got hangovers, and you the noise was terrible. It's like oh, so it's that was so to quite that was to quieten the noise back then. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's not it's not something I regret. Yeah. Did you, like, was there anything like one crazy moment that made you quit? Because 22 is quite young to be so aware of, like, a problem. Yeah, I was... This is, like, deep, but you know what I mean? Like, like so many people our age, uh, like, have drinking problems, but it's, like, you're in your 20s, so people are, like... Absolutely. Yeah, it's, like, binge drinking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, Look, I was a binge drinker from the age of, like, 14 or 15, so... And, I mean, a lot of people are, you know, I'm not alone there, but... um, and I just, uh, I had a, like, a family history of, of drinking, you know, which, and so I'd seen what it can do. And I think that was part of why I decided to stop. So, yeah, and uh, I was just really depressed and drinking used to make me, I was really funny when I was drunk, but I could never remember it. Yeah. So I, I'd get told the next day, you were really funny. I'm like, oh, was I? You know, mm. Why have I got no eyebrows now? You know, why did someone show my eyebrows? It was so <laughs> funny, though. <laughs> it was hilarious. And you're like, so, the nation remember how funny I am. <laughs> so there was no, like, pinpoint moment? Oh, I, I, used to, I was getting locked up a bit, you know, like, just for being – I wasn't violent. I was never violent. I used to yeah. get punched in the head for being a smart ass. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to fight back. I can't remember, but um, I, I once got you know arrested at the top of a Norfolk pine tree, and I'd, I was eating burger rings with a friend at the top of this tree. Wow! And I couldn't even remember getting up there. So all I sort of came to, and there was <laughs> police down. There was like a d- divisional van underneath. There was, and I, we'd, we'd stolen a, a ladder to get to the first branch because it was a bloody tall tree. You know, probably about thirty meters tall. And um, the police were down underneath with a megaphone going, "Come down." And I'm like, I can't remember getting up here, you know. Wow. I think you're going to need the cherry pick to get me down. <laughs> you're like a cat. Like a cat. I was like a cat. <laughs> I was like a cat. Like clinging the fire to department. And it was, it was, yeah. So I mean, there was a lot of crazy times like that. Once my mother actually, I woke up 
you know when you wake up i don't know if you guys black out when you drink i no. only have like um once or we, something and i wonder I, I was in las vegas yeah and like drinks that are, they free pour in america so you have no idea yeah right. and it's i dangerous. felt like i hadn't had that many drinks but then i woke up in the hospital and so i was like oh okay and then i just left and so i wonder if there's a medical dad out there for me <laughs> in america and i just probably won't go back to nevada yeah right so you woke up and you had obviously been found unconscious yeah. somewhere. oh because i was in like the big casino and you know these big casinos they like have um like all these medics and stuff yeah. so they were like get out of here i just like, picture you like a disney princess yeah just, like, looking just, asleep with your red hair <laughs> it wasn't that beautiful <laughs> just getting your face front yeah, like skirt yeah. up but no i wonder if there was something in my drink but how many was, hours do you reckon you missed you missed from oh you don't know when oh, you don't yeah. know what when you went Probably unconscious like four though, hours and i've never blacked out like that like so i think maybe my drink was um drugged or something but i also think like i mean i know i'm pretty but like you don't go to vegas and like <laughs> choose me like there's like a, you know there's like, a pecking order some for big tits there like you know blondes not a weird no you deserve to be drugged you do honestly, so. <laughs> no thank you, you so much exactly. thank you. <laughs> really, i would drug so you much. for sure yeah, absolutely <laughs> So, but yeah, that happened to me a lot. Not that I got drugged and yeah. date raped. No, yeah, so I don't believe that That's happened. That's the boy but, version. But um, I, um, yeah, I would wake up and go, oh God, what happened? And whenever you got to start drinking whiskey, that was always the end of the night, you know. Ugh. So as soon as you had one whiskey, it's like, and then the next moment your eyes, you open your eyes, you're like, what time is it? Mm. Where am I? So I remember once I, I, I had that, I was like, oh, I woke up and, you know, I was at home and I thought, and then yeah, the vague, slowly the, the realisation comes upon you that, you can't remember, you know, about 20 hours. Like, you know, like, oh. I can't remember a lot of what happened yesterday. I remember drinking whiskey in the afternoon and, and here I am. And um, then I went out to the lounge room and my mother said, oh, you've, you've, you've had your moment. I said, what are you talking about? And she showed me an arrest sheet. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, yeah. And I couldn't even remember the arrest sheet, but it was, it was only a drunken, disorderly arrest sheet. But the thing is, I had been, like, locked up for... You know, to sober up, and I couldn't even remember that. <laughs> like, yeah, so well, they'd let for so the best, you know, might so have been a traumatic experience. <laughs> so but you know, well, they'd let me out. Obviously, I'd had my time in the cells mm. to become sober, and they'd let me out, and I still couldn't remember it. So I was still that drunk that I couldn't remember it. And then the next week, I'm driving my car, and a taxi driver cut me off in traffic. I'm like, what's this guy doing? And he pulled, and he like I had to stop because he was in front of me, and he got out of the car, and I'm like, well, what's what's the problem, mate? And he goes, don't you remember me? And I said, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, why should I remember you? And it was not, it's not a bad story, but he said, I picked you up from the police cells the other day. <gasps> and I'm amazing. like, oh, did you? And, and then he said, and when I dropped you off at your house, you said you were going in to get some money and you never came out. <laughs> 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 so I Anyway, so I gave him the 30 bucks or whatever it was in there. But anyway, that was the type of yeah. blackout situations that I was going through regularly. And it was, no, I didn't like it. And I, I, I know I read somewhere that if you, have, if you lose memory from drinking, you lose brain cells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And that right? shocked me. I thought, that's me every time I drink. Yeah. Yes. I mightn't have much brain left. So, <laughs> anyway, so that's Thank pretty God much what I was doing. So you're a 
Is the word teetotaler? It's like it one of my favourite word. words. I know. I just, I it's know. like you it's and like Bradley Cooper. They're the only guys I know. It's right, like it's a pretty cute word. For it's like, cute. What you you're know? doing is so cute. <laughs> <laughs> cute. Teetotaler. No, that's amazing. I just think that's so yeah. cool. Especially the comedy, like everything's in a bar, mm. people drink. Like Yeah, and I don't have a problem with people drinking. I'm, I'm obviously, you know, I'm, I, I like people to have a good time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I will shout drinks for people. So, wow. yeah, anytime. It's so. cool. It's like the other sober people, but. He's a cool I'm a cool guy, you know. <laughs> I remember when I was single back years ago, I, I would go out late trying to find love, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I remember I was at a I was at a nightclub till I got out of the nightclub and it was like ten o'clock in the morning. Oh my god. What, and what are you drinking, Fantas? Drinking like diet cokes or something. <laughs> but I remember that night as a single bloke, I tried to pick up and like and I had a series of people that I'd had interactions with who I thought I was in with. But then they would go away and then someone else would come and then it was like so it went all night. <laughs> like it's like women were flo- oh, I thought women were flirting with me for about, you know, twenty hours. So yeah. eventually it's like eleven o'clock in the morning, I'm like, oh my god, here I am, why am I here? Yeah, so, yeah. You've yeah. had fifteen diet cokes, you're wired <laughs> off your head on the caffeine, nowhere to go. I still have much too much caffeine. Yeah. I had too much Red Bull last night. Yeah, you, you oh, are your sugar free Red Bull. I couldn't guy, sleep last night. I don't I never drink them, I'm scared. I know no, I'm scared. I, it's no, well it's I mean they break. Teeth, to be honest, so, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And what about like you do so much? Co- like, you, are you hobnobbing with like the biggest party with people? Are you seeing uh, stuff? You're sober. Yeah. People are going letting loose. Yeah, I had a weird moment recently where um, Josh Frydenberg, who's the federal treasurer. Who, oh, we know. Yeah, well, anyway, he's like <laughs> he's he's a fan of mine, and he he said, "Come to the budget." If you, I don't, <laughs> no. It's like a party. It's like, hey, come budget. Like, yeah, I had no idea. What are you doing? What you do you do? Come budget. Come and I'm budget. Like, come budget. <laughs> he goes, it's the biggest night of the year in Fuck Canberra, off. and I'm like, oh. and then Aaron Mullen, who we do the radio show with, Hughie Ed and Aaron, uh, Two Day FM, one hundred four point one, um, <laughs> or around the network at six pm. Um, <laughs> she also he ran, he did the same to her. So she come budget, and I'm like, what? And she's like, yeah, well, it's the biggest because her dad's a politician. It's the biggest night of the year in Canberra. I'm like, what? Do you, what do you mean? Anyway, so we went to the budget. Um, they have dinners before the like it's in Canberra. It was a few weeks ago in Canberra, a couple of weeks ago. They have a dinner, and that's all the politicians get have an entourage. Oh my god! So you go to Parliament House. I had to buy a suit because I didn't have a suit at the time. So that's awesome. That's like dystopian. It's like the Hunger Games have like a big a big feast, and then they're like, "We're not raising the doll." Yeah, like, well, it was weird. <laughs> and I'm not going to lie; it was weird. And even I, can I say buying the suit was annoying because I bought a suit and a shirt and it was expensive. Yeah. And I said, yeah, uh, "Where's that in the budget?" Uh, yeah, I had to pay for it. And I said, "Can I can I have some some free underwear?" And um, I was eyeing off a three pack. And they only gave me a one pack. Oh, you know I mean? come on. And where was Gee. this? Name and shame. It was it was a Hugo Boss, I think. God. It was like, come on. Come on. They're You're spending a lot of money on your suit. Yeah. Give me a three pack. I mean, they designed the Nazi uniforms, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> there you go. Well, they also, they should really... I mean, anyway, that was so. I bought that suit to go to the budget and um, and wore the, wore the one pack of undies that I got for free, and uh, yeah. So we hung out there, and it's like you've got to. They all the politicians come in, and it's like a, they all do a little speeches in everyone's dinner. Mm, it's so, like the Oscars. Mm. So they're and like we could do breakfast radio. So we're sitting there going, oh god, and they just kept coming in tag teaming though, and we were mm. like in the front row, so you felt like you couldn't leave because you'd like yeah. And I'm like, oh god, and everyone's getting up and doing. They're all like doing like election speeches. 
to a room full of Josh Frydenberg's friends. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to do them. These are his friends. They're going like, yeah. to gonna vote for him. Yeah. They're crushing at the open mic. <laughs> yeah, it's for like, the, for other you comments. don't need to do this. Mate, sorry, are any of them trying to be funny? Is that humour yes, at all used in Some of them there? were trying to be funny, yeah, absolutely. Joke. Yeah, they I, probably were doing well though. Did they get any laughs? Oh, or? some of them were, some of them weren't doing <laughs> well. Right? Uh, I tell you, Barnaby Joyce came in. He wasn't even on the list, but he just oh, yeah. butted in and he, bombed. he dropped in. He sculled the champagne as he walked on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he looks like he was. And then he started was. talking about, we're here to make money. And he's like, <gasps> he's rubbing his fingers together and saying, honestly, he's like, well, this is, he's going, we've got to sell all our stuff because China are coming for us, you know. So and I'm like, all right, do you know what they're coming for us? But now I wanted to want to say, well, so we've got to sell all our iron ore, do we, Barnaby, to China because China are coming for us. <laughs> so we're going to sell all our medals to China who are then going to make, Weapons with our medals, and then come for and then us. Come for us. <laughs> then they're going to come. Oh, anyway. So, but the Parliament House is a weird place. That's so. crazy. it is weird. And you feel like you're in West Wing, honestly, yeah. and you can see that. You know, they talk about all all the stuff that goes on there. You can see why it's weird. Sass, you walk through those doors, and it's like and it's like eyes wide shut sort of situation. So there's. Everyone's walking around eyeing everyone off. You feel yeah, like you're right. at the Playboy Mansion. Oh, you know? it's like the ugliest orgy you've ever been to. I know, but these these dudes with power, like they're and there's there's staffers walking around everywhere. And like, I don't know. It's like I don't know what's going Far on. Out. I don't know what the what the hiring process is, but I feel like I'm at the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Speaking of um, gossip and stuff, I was doing in my research for you. You had a beef with um, Kyle Sanderland. Yes. Yeah. This was years ago, though. In yeah. 2007, you were at the Arias and you made a joke that was like... At the Logies, yep. Logies? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it wasn't even that bad, was it? You just said, like, oh, and he wins the award from your dickhead or something. No, nah, it was like... And it was got brought up again recently. Because yeah, of the that's Smith why I'm bringing it up. slap of uh, Chris Rock. Mm. And so, yeah, I'd, I've, I've done a lot of jokes at the Logies over the years. And, you know, so I've hung shit on most of the audience there. And I, I, yeah, hopefully people treat it as an honour to be mentioned. Surely. Because I once did it before Grant. I, 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 sat, I did the opening and then I came back and sat down. I was sitting next to Grant Daniel and I looked at him and said, oh, shit, I forgot to do the bit about you. And he was heartbroken. But, you know, so <laughs> he's like, oh, my mum loves it when you mock me. And I'm like, sorry, Grant's mum. But, yeah, so the, the, the Kyle one was... It was off the back of Anthony Clear who just come out, and and, and I mean I love Anthony Anthony, but it wasn't a surprise. So I was like, <laughs> so the joke was Anthony Clear's just come out. What a shock! What next? Guy Sebastian will tell us he's got curly hair. Shannon Noel will tell us he's a bogan, or you know maybe Kyle will tell us he's a massive dickhead. You know, so yeah, anyway. that's come on, that's it's a bit of fun. fun. Uh, the it's crowd laughed a lot, uh, but Kyle didn't. And um, and didn't. I've since found out that um, you know it was his first time at the Logies. And his parents were watching for the first time. Oh, <laughs> they're not like Grant's parents who are like, yeah. come on, mock Grant. Nah, let's but do if everyone it, yeah. knows Kyle's career, he's built it off That's just absolutely. tearing people to pieces. Surely he's pride built in it that. off him. That's it's so. That's, oh. what's all, that's what he does. He's so. like, what? I know, I'm a so dickhead? I, yeah, no, anyway, but anyway, we've since mended those bridges, but it took a long time, yeah. basically. But he said, because he said recently, because the, um, uh, the Will Smith, Chris yes. Rock slap came up and they were talking about it. And I just thought, because I had the full quote of what he said on the radio and it's so hectic because he was talking about the Arias joke and he... The Logies, yeah. Oh, the Logies, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like, um, you know, I was smiling and clapping because the cameras were on me. But inside I was thinking, do I bash this dog or not? <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, and then he said, well, if the joke, and then it's like a paraphrase kind of because he must have said it strangely, but he said like, you know, if the joke had been about my wife, I would have cut his throat. <laughs> 
No, no. But I, I mean, he loves hectic. he loves saying stuff like <laughs> yeah. that to get to get it reported yeah, as so it was. True. So that's his shtick. So oh. yeah, no. But you have to go see a therapist over it. And totally. he came on the radio once years ago to bloody he needed apparently needed to heal. So like oh, it was wow. like you know he needed to forgive me, and I'm like it's okay, mate. I think I, I think I said sorry as well. So. <laughs> I did put out a press statement straight after that because yeah. it blew up and because but he loves it. he loves it. It's oxygen yeah. for him and we know that. Yeah, I get it. But um, and I said in the in the statement I said I I'd, I'd sincerely apologise that Kyle Sandland is a massive dickhead. So you know that was That's a joke funny. and apparently he laughed at that. But I mean, yeah, I think as time goes on and you've you know. You've just got to laugh. You have to laugh. You have to you laugh. You have to laugh, laugh guys. Yourself, it's guys. ridiculous. You have to laugh. You yeah. have to come see Trending at the Melbourne Comedy Festival <laughs> at the European Beer Cafe and you have to laugh. At the Town Hall now. At the Town Hall. Town Hall, yeah. Okay, so 6.15. Yeah. Yes. And our live podcast is at the European Our beer live cafe podcast is at well. the European Beer Cafe. Yeah, great. And great come venue. there and laugh yeah. as well. Yes, we definitely. We kicked you out, yeah. Yeah, good. I know. They said, you've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so serious. Come on, know? guys. Come, Come on, on. Just laugh. Being it's ridiculous. So much. You know stuff. what? But also, just drive past a cemetery and look in there and think everyone, yeah. everyone there used to worry about stuff. How'd that go for them? Absolutely. <laughs> wow, that's oh deep. And you've interviewed the Dalai Lama. Yes. So. And the Dalai Lama looked in my eyes and, and saw and said, "You, I like you. You've got crazy eyes." Yeah. And that was a real compliment. <laughs> that's really so connected with the Dalai Lama. That's beautiful. The Dalai Lama giggles a lot. And giggling is the best thing. That's just okay. giggle. Yeah, oh my giggle. God. Even if I could do a podcast, my, my daughters giggle. They just giggle. Giggling they they is giggle. Awesome. They are so. They do not take life seriously. No, you should. They, it's giving. They just. They just. It's not taking serious. They, it's enjoying. They just laughs. My yeah. My my nine year. My ten year. She's ten now. She grew up so quickly. Yeah. Just laughs. Yeah. She laughs and takes the piss the That's whole beautiful. time. I know. I'd be best friends with your daughters. Yeah, we'll I just know. You would come around. I would want to do exactly do what it. they're doing. Sing yeah. alongs, guys. Yes. <laughs> I know every word to every song. And I'd know. come in with your son and go, you haven't done much cleaning, you? No have cleaning. You? <laughs> no cleaning, Dad. <laughs> I mean, the other person we wanted yes. to ask you about was you've worked a lot with Mick Malloy. Yes. And so I, I feel like... Mick Malloy last night. Yeah. Oh, wow. He, I feel like he's in my head because I think it's because of Cracker Jack and my yeah. dad... Was like played bowls and I always you know, used to listen. I was meant to be in Cracker Jack. Do you know that? No. Oh. Were you axed from it? Well, we just yes. feel like he's our dad, basically. He's our, our dad. He's our no, spiritual no, dad. No, no, I love him. He's he our loved father. It. I was I did a TV show with him last night. So, oh, wow. Uh, no, Mick's a great guy. He's got two. He's got twin sons actually, and oh, he's really? also got Freddie twin sons and two daughters. Oh, yeah, as well, well you know, we should oh, marry them. How old are they? A little bit longer, younger than you. I think they're nine, but you know, we can wait. We can wait. You can wait. We've got time. You both are still going to be absolutely in the prime. We'll freeze our eggs. Tell Mick to pay for us to freeze our eggs. It's only another nine years. You'll be fine. Yeah. Thank but you. Know, he said, I was meant to be in Cracker Jack. Why? What's the story? Because he, he said to me back in the day, he said, clear your diary, writing a movie, uh, I'm writing a character for you, writing it in your voice, and you're going to be my mate in the movie. And I'm like, and the character's name was Dave. And I'm like, well, I was born to play Dave in a movie. Yeah. And um, and then I'm, I'm ready, mate. I'm ready. Here we go. When are we filming? Oh, you need you to do an audition. Oh. Do I? Hate that. Hate and that. I know I'm bad at auditions. So I they can't. Remembering lines. Just trust me. I, re- I can't not. remember lines. Anyway, right. so I did the audition and didn't get the part. So um, yeah. Do you know who got Yeah, I do. Samuel Johnson. 
Oh, I was playing. That was my part. And he was. He's he's great though. No, isn't I, he? Yeah, isn't I know he? that. But, but he's your not day. Here. But your day. So, your yeah, day. I mean, that could have been my Hollywood I, moment. It could have been my, yeah. you know, Eric Banner <laughs> chopper. Yes, breakthrough. Could, I could have been. Oh, I could have been hanging out with Brad Pitt in, yeah. in the movie Troy. You could have gone on to play. Um, what's he played? Um, Jeffrey Rush. No, no. Yeah. Samuel Johnson. He played. Um, oh my god! Oh. How many his name? The guy Molly Meldrum. Molly Meldrum. I could have gone and done that. I could have done that. Yeah, that would have been you. (laughs) That would have been you. Well, that could have been me, absolutely. That Samuel's a great guy. I play tennis with him occasionally, but um, yeah, he's an interesting man. And on the other end, I got to interview Kate Langbrook because she's of her trip in Italy and we were doing this podcast about Italian stuff and she's amazing and you've worked with her. Yeah, for for a long time. And and just that friendship. Yeah, she rang me yesterday and... I thought it was a butt dial because it was like seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what a bitch. She just, well, she <laughs> you just, just want to chat? No, she'd just been to do a, a boot camp actually and she wanted to have a coffee oh, afterwards. Wow. And I said, well, I rang you back, you didn't answer. And so I'm making pancakes for my children now. So yeah, no, Kate's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, and then what's your advice, I guess, for us, two young broadcasters in mm. a partnership? What have you learned? Did you guys like ever fight? Yes, absolutely. We fought a lot. Yeah. Well, especially when we were in our earlier career. Um, my main advice for you and for me to this moment, <laughs> yeah. to anyone listening to this, and it's 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 corny advice, but it's it's no, it is stay now, stay now, like be present, right now. If you're right now, you have no problems. You have no problems in this moment. And also, if you're if you live in the moment, you can't hold a grudge because uh-huh. holding a grudge means yeah. that you're living in the past. Past. Oh yeah. my gee. So if you're living in the present, you don't hold a grudge against anything or anyone. Yeah. Because you can't do it. You're just you vibing. can't live in the present and hold a grudge. This is literally what they they say to you at the beginning of an improv class. Like this is improv. It's like be in the moment, that's it. Mm. I was going to say it's Oprah's super soul conversation. It's but both. it's also it's improv. Both. I'm not loving either of those in elementary. <laughs> <thing. laughs> Sorry, but, but, but I'm living in the moment. But so yeah, so the you can't hold a grudge <laughs> and you can't think <laughs> about it. They're all in the punches. No, I love that. That's so true. But we've all got to remember it, you know, yeah. constantly. Constantly. Just, it's a constant, constant craving. No, that's and that's that? yeah. Right. Maybe that's why comedy, like, because I was talking to my friend who talking about work, and she's like, oh, I can only work like between. 12 p.m. and 8 p.m. Then my productive hours and my office wants me to work. And I was like, I can only work and be present and like totally focus if I'm on stage and I have 20 people looking at me, forcing me to work. You know what? And I agree with that. And it's <laughs> yeah. one thing I say about stand-up comedy is is that you, you are you're present. never on stage. If you're on, if I'm on stage, I'm never thinking about mm. what I'm having for dinner or what I'm having for breakfast or yeah. any problems in my life. I'm thinking about the problem I've got right now, which is trying to make those people laugh. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. that's the only thing I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking oh, – every now and again. I, I sometimes yeah, – yeah, I sometimes. was just talking to Rathi <laughs> about this, about how – Sometimes you're in your head and you're not present. Yeah. And we're like, how do you get back to being worse. present? No. You just have to like crowd work or you have to like. No, just yeah, I, I do agree that sometimes you yeah. don't. Sometimes you do go out of your. Yeah. But that's. But, but yeah, generally though, but it's generally, a great thing to get you mm, to be in the you present is to be. Totally. This is, my, this is my life right now is these people yeah. trying to make them laugh or have them have a good time. But you know what? And another th- really good thing for me, which is a great attitude thing that I've remember sometimes is when I'm at my funniest I can look into a crowd and see someone who is looking back at me with 
almost hatred in their eyes <laughs> that I'm ruining their lives. Yeah. And if that makes me laugh, I can't lose. That's yeah. so When you good. Can look at someone who hates the fact that you're speaking and that can make you laugh, you are bulletproof. Yes, so, you yeah. unlock life. That's because when I would start and I, I would focus on the people not laughing and ignore the people laughing and be with them being like, yeah, this thing, like, you know, like internalizing it. And then it's shifting to being with the people who laugh. And then the next mode is seeing the person who's not laughing, understanding that you're not going to get everyone and it's actually funny. And like, when, it's fu- when, it, when you look at them, they're not laughing and you find that funny. That's the ultimate for me. That's the goal, and that's and that I have that often, mm. but yeah, but that is the that's the attitude. That attitude of not needing them to laugh yes! is mm. what makes you a winner. But that's in life, whether it's comedy or anything, you don't need anyone to love you. You don't need any anyone to praise you. You don't need anything. You're yeah, you just laughing yourself. at life. Just do your thing. Whatever. Be yourself. Not. Don't even have to do your thing. Yeah. Don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also keep busy. Keep busy and run away yeah, from the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, this is so fun. <laughs> I mean, you had like some rapid fire kind of questions. You oh yeah, should I be run through them? Okay. What is the key to a happy marriage? <laughs> <laughs> Start small. Yeah. Right. Um. Again. Again. Not holding grudges. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, just, yeah, not, you know, because, I mean, especially over time, little things that your partner do can just annoy you, you know? Oh, so. my God, that's what me and my partner, we talk about quibbles, which is, like, small things that annoy you about your partner. Like, yeah. not big stuff, but the small stuff. And that's the best stuff. Like, the things that annoy uh, you, that's love. Because you, even though it well, drives you crazy, you just still love them and it's uh, not My big. wife, uh, she gets annoyed, apparently, when I fart, but visually when I lift a cheek off a chair. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Too far. Like you're like leaned one side. Yeah. That's that so dis- funny. She finds that disgraceful. That is so. so yeah. You have so to be completely still. Yeah. Well, man, I need to just stop doing it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, but again, if you stay in the moment, you know, mm-hmm. you don't get bored with them because this totally. is a fresh moment. <laughs> in each moment, you're farting in it. Um, worst gig. Um, oh, worst gig. There was once. I've done a lot of bad gigs. I used to well, I used to do on a Saturday night, so I used to be a comedian on buses, like for nightclub tours. Wow. So around Melbourne, they were, it was called Laughter Unlimited, and uh, there was like it would be like 18ths or 21st or hens parties or bucks parties, and they would hire a bus, and you know you'd meet, and there would be a comedian on board the bus. So they got advertised that a comedian was going to entertain them in between oh. nightclubs. So you got like five nightclubs. And in between, there's a comedian on board doing jokes. That's horrific. It was horrific. And uh, and you would meet the bus out, like an outer suburb. And so you'd often have like a 45 minute or an hour drive in where you're just like, you know, you're the comedian. And they're like, I don't know who you are. You're not funny. <laughs> Say something funny. Surely, did you're people shit. like try to bash you for? Like- yeah, I never got. I, no, I did get bashed one night. Um, <laughs> no, you know, only, only physical altercation I had was, um, and people would be angry because you have to get them in and out of the nightclubs. Like you, you go into nightclubs and these. 19 year old blokes are talking to girls and they're like and you go we've got to go back on the bus no we fucking don't mate well we do because we've got to go to the next (laughs) one we're not fucking going anywhere well we're going to have to leave you behind well fuck off it was stressful and um, one night a father and a son I didn't know they were father and son but they got in a full on physical fight and I got in between them and the dad just clocked me (gasps) but you know another guy who I heard about a little guy who was a comedian on one of the buses real real small lad 
he was, you know, would have weighed 60 kilos. Is this Apparent- what, Tommy Little? Yeah, no, he was, <laughs> no Tommy's... Like, well, yeah, he's, he's pretty he's, he's buff, but... Um, but this guy was tiny, like a jockey size, and apparently he was talking to one of the girls, you know, as they were driving back to the outer suburbs, and he was talking to one of the girls, you know, and, and the other and the guys on the bus didn't like it, and apparently they uh, they got him down and just squeezed his testicles so hard he almost passed out, <gasps> and then just left him in a crumpled heap on the bus. Oh, so does he still do comedy? <laughs> Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't after that. that man, Peter Hellier. He filled out and he got stronger and he got he was a better comedian for it. Imagine that though, at the end of the night. That's you've tried to entertain people and then you've oh, been basically tortured. So bad. Showbiz. That's showbiz. Imagine that's hard. what Will Smith did. He got up there and squeezed <laughs> Chris Screen. Rock's balls. Yeah. Until he was like rumpled heat. That's like the kind of gig that you think like when you know when people tell you about these gigs, they're like, Oh, there's a gig, you know, and oh it's kinda of bad, you're on a bus for a nightclub and you just go, No, I'd never do that. And then people offer me something like, not ever that bad, but something bad like that and I'm like, I'll never do that and then they're like, Oh, it's like four hundred dollars and I'm yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah because absolutely. at the end of the day you're getting paid to talk, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so you end up in situations which aren't great, but you know, but generally you don't get physically hurt. No. Except when someone squeezes your balls, a group Thankfully. of men squeeze your balls yeah. in a bus. I'll be fine, I'll leave you in a crumpled heap yeah. in an outer suburb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final question. Three things you love about yourself, one thing you hate about yourself. Um, what I love about myself. Um I, lo- I love my uh, devotion to doing four minutes of push-ups a day. So yeah, Whoa. yeah I started that recently, and now Huge. every day I can't not do four minutes of push-ups. Non-stop for four minutes. No, nah, well that's not true. But um, I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm and do, I'm sitting on your back, right? While I'm you do about do a it. minute straight, and that's then I huge. have a break, and I do another set, and I do four sets over four minutes. But um, but again, my wife doesn't like it, so she's she doesn't like the sound I make when I do the push-ups. Farting so during. Was, no, farting. <laughs> So I, ended up, I, started, I started doing them on the balcony of our house and Great. now she's worried that what the neighbours are thinking that <laughs> what, what I'm up to. So, so I love that. Um, what else do I love? The longer it takes to think of one, the more you panic. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. I love my hair. Like, um, I love my hair, actually. Yeah, yeah I was I thinking do, I love that. It's hair. great. Great hair. Um, yeah, like at the age of 51, the hair has just held on. And that's all natural. It's all, absolutely. It's extensions. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's just, <laughs> so, yeah, I got it cut the other day. I just closed my eyes in a barbershop and I said, and I opened them up and then they, they'd gone pretty hard. It's really, if, well, we can't say this, but it's really, it's really like a zero on the back. Isn't yeah, it? it's, it's quite, I'd say like a millennial cut. Yeah. It's like short. And then long up top. It's, it's trending. It's trending. Is it? Like your shirt. I mm-hmm. reckon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, what else do I love about myself? I love my ability to listen to people, you know? I'm someone who enjoys hearing other people's stories, you know? So no matter who you are. There was a guy the other day on the street. This is a true story. This only happened yesterday. He followed me into a cafe and he... And I'm like, hey, mate. He goes, hey, you don't want to buy you a coffee. And I'm like, oh, oh, I'll be right. No, no, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. <laughs> I could not stop him buying me this coffee. And I said, all right. And I said, oh, I want an oat milk latte. And then the guy behind the counter said $6. And the guy said, $6? I'm like, <laughs> but then that guy, and then I'm waiting. I said, mate, you don't, you don't have to buy it. He said, no, I'm definitely buying it. And he had to get extra money out of his Aww. pocket. And, then, and I'm like. And then he told me stories, yeah. Aww. What he told me, he said, well, this is pretty graphic what he said, actually. <laughs> and he said, um, when I was 16, I murdered a taxi driver. So, <gasps> yeah. Whoa. Whoa. And he's just out now? 
Yeah, well, he's 50 now. It was a long time ago. That's crazy. And, uh, and he said, and he looked at me and said, for no reason. And I'm like, okay. All oh, right. Wow. So it's extra socially got you that coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So now I owe him a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> A good one too, six buck coffee, not just anything. And then maybe we leave the hate. I don't want to know what you hate. We, we, no you're hate. great. Unless Love you, ha- unless you had one right. No, I had my tongue. back fat. Yeah. So. Back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, look, we've got like one minute left. What We could do like a really quick, um, we play this game on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And I thought if we don't do it, the listeners will be disappointed. Sure, do it. Okay, it's called Fuck Watch, okay? Yeah. And it's like, do you know the game Fuck, Marry, Kill? Yes. Or you like choose one to fuck? But it's like you choose one um, to fuck and you choose one that's in the room like watching you yeah. fucking. So like they're like bringing whatever they want to it. Um, do you have any ideas? I mean, we could just do a classic kind of yeah. A cartoon. Uh, yeah. I know you're looking at me in the eyes being like, I can't believe you've asked Susie to play this game. No, no, I'm not. So I'm, you've I've got, got to got, pick I've, someone too far. And someone yeah. to watch and justify why. Yeah, but we can and do two like, things. The inception of this game was like we would give people a spider and a snake. Mm. And yeah. um, we'd be like, why are you fucking the yeah. spider and why the snake? And whatever. Yeah. But it can be people. Like I've got a million. Like one thing that came to my head is Snoopy. One thing that's come to my head is this guy that bought him the coffee. Another's coming to my head, his co-stars. Another thing that's coming to my head is just like two animals. Um, yeah. How about we just? I mean, yeah, maybe not co-stars, right? Yeah, it's too yeah. serious. It's too serious. Could get weird. Okay, us. No, I'm kidding. Um, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> should we do spider and snake? Let's do a classic. Let's, Let's do, do the old time because you're a classic, a classic and this for is a classic. classic. Why a spider and a snake? You Who's have to fuck one, and one is watching, watching, and why? Yeah. Yeah, right. Um, and we'll tell you what our so I, is Am after. I fucking the spider? Am I doing the rooting or who's doing the rooting? I well, am. kind of well, however you imagine Whatever it. you want. And it's like, is the spider like grown up to human size? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. It's, it's a fantasy. Yeah, right. Um, look, I I think to face your fears, I would fuck the spider. So, <gasps> yeah. yeah. And then the snake. What, how, how do you feel like that's... How do you feel like <laughs> Whether you said spider or snake, I was going to make that gasp. Yeah, I know. Well, man, it's your, it's your game. I know. <laughs> that's really <laughs> fucked up, Husey. I know. It's terrible. I feel terrible now. I don't, am I going to be on some sort of list? Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, facial fears. I like the reasoning right. behind yeah. that. You be in the moment. And then what's the snake yeah. bringing to watching? Like, what's the snake? Why is it, yeah, the snake is... Um, what's the snake? The snake's... Just, I think the snake's just looking at us with its tongue out, thinking, you're doing a good job, Husey. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a reassuring present. And you are doing a good job, Husey. You me. are doing a yeah, great thank job. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It was a dream. It, it was, was a, a dream, pleasure. dream guest. We knew I, you I love come, it. I, lo- I love your oh. fangirling. It's oh, great. Thank That's you. A, is that what they're called, fangirling? Yeah, yeah. we're fangirls. We're both <laughs> very talented fangirls. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it, believe me. Up until the second you walked in this door, we thought, he might not He might not come. I was two minutes late, but it was like, my I was trying to find a part. No, no, no. It's um yeah, yeah I don't like being late so no, I wasn't too late. A pleasure. Yeah. A um, pleasure. And when this goes out, I mean there will just be a few more shows of yours left trending at the Melbourne yes. Town Hall. I know you need the plug from us. Um, Ooh, girlies, get out and support Husey. Spelled with an I E. Yeah, and if, <laughs> if you haven't seen Husey live as well, like because you come in and drop in at gigs all the time, and we you see you. Crush. He, it's just the best. He crushes. It's so. Yes, it's no, a, thank, I appreciate that. Thank you. You're the king. Like you are. Like and people are like, oh Husey, and they have only ever seen you on TV, and I'm like, no. 
you got to see, see him no, live. That, you know what? That is the attitude I need, to uh, be yeah. honest. That is the attitude. Come and see me live. you got to yes. see it live. It's, Thank you. It's, it's awesome. different. It's being Truly. in the room. Is, especially after COVID. Like, yeah. people, you can't forget. It's the joy. Oh, it's yeah. so much better. Thank you. Thank you so much, Thanks, Susie. Good on you. Bye. Bye. Bye.